It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Discount tires. Buy three, get one free on the popular Falcon Wildpeak AT3W all-terrain tire. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Oh, yes, we're down at Harbour Town. Come and say g'day. There's a few people trickling through now. It's a very nice Saturday morning vibes, Gibbet. It's my favourite day of the week because, you know, you've got the clear blue sky ahead and uh, for most people, not many commitments. No, spring time in Adelaide is uh, the best time. There's no doubt about that, Tom. Everyone starts getting out and about, sipping their lattes, doing a bit of shopping Mm. down here at Harbour Town. It's it's great to see. Yeah, plenty of fashion down here as well if you need to get yourself uh, uh, some new threads. Now, Gibby, you know I like to keep an an eye on the journalists around town, who's coming up with something fresh, who's uh, coming through the ranks. And this is a guy who knows everything Crows on Port. He does things a little bit differently. His name is Matt Turner. He writes for the advertiser and code sports. Good morning, Matt. How's your Saturday morning going? Yeah, pretty good so far, Chance, and thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on with us, Matty. Now, it's probably a busy time of year for you. Um, what does a normal day of work entail? Like, how, how do you spend your time trying to chase a story? I'm definitely fingering a lot of pies this week, and, and it feels like almost every player that's that's uh, coming up in rumours is either either coming to or from SA at the moment, or wanting to come here. I'm, I mean, it's been a, a hectic week, and it's um, it's pretty amazing when you consider that the trade period still is a couple of weeks away from finishing, and we haven't even started yet. So. Uh, yeah, fingering a lot of pies every day. It feels like there's plenty going on, so got to make a lot of calls and keep your your fingers on the pulse with with other uh, colleagues over in Melbourne. I did wonder that, Maddie, and we spoke a little bit about it off the top of the show. So, what what sort of percentages of these rumours and and trade uh, innuendos are actually true? You, you, a lot of things had no doubt come. Through you or via your desk, whether it's Crows or Port or or other teams, say out of ten, what what's the sort of percentage that actually is in and around the mark that you can actually go and chase that that's uh, you know true? Yeah, what's worth your time? <laughs> it's a hard one because sometimes you have to you, you definitely have to sort the fact from fiction and and work out. All right, do I need to uh, make some calls on this? To, to managers or to clubs or um, people in recruiting or, or whatnot, but you generally get a sense as to whether it's got legs. Um, like I said, we could, there's a uh, we've got some colleagues over in Melbourne at the at the Herald Sun that uh, across a lot as well that we lean on to uh, touch base as to where things stand. But it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to put a number on exactly how many of them. Are true. I mean, w- when you think about Trade Week and some of these SA um, players getting linked uh, or players getting linked to SA, most I reckon most rumours that uh, or names that tend to crop up, those deals tend to get done. If you look look back at 
at history. Mm. So, again, hard to put a number on, but there aren't that many that become that sort of grow legs that, that don't get across the line. So, all right, well, let's start here with Adelaide. Um, we've seen the Giants want to reunite Elliot Himmelberg with his brother Harry in Sydney. Uh, is this one still a possibility, or do you reckon Adelaide are going to hold Elliot to his contract with uh, Marby or Shoal choosing Hawthorne now? Yeah, I, I would say still a possibility. Um, is it in the likely basket? I would think not now. Probably more unlikely than, than likely. One of those ones where... Um, it could still happen, maybe a, you know, late in the trade period, or something like that. But if you're going to lose an Elliot Himmelberg, um, you'd probably want to be bringing someone back in, and that's on top of Chris Burgess, who has requested a trade this week to Adelaide and um, can fill a need at, at either end of the ground. I think they're reluctant to to let Himmelberg leave at this stage without getting something else back. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely in limbo, probably in the more unlikely basket at this stage. So you just mentioned Chris Burgess uh, nominating Adelaide. That that's a pretty simple one. That that'll get done pretty easily. I think you'd think so. I mean, he's um, 28 uh, next month, so he's sort of at the older end and still a year to run on his contract. I, I would think he's had two great years in the VFL. Um, uh, leading the goal kicking over there in terms of the uh, mm. the competition, um, and he's a South Australian wants to come back for more opportunities. You'd think though that he's more of a, a depth player um, yeah. that can fill a need at either end of the ground. Particularly with Adelaide's obviously lost Tom Duda to or losing Tom Duda to Brisbane. They got Nick Murray who's missing most of next season, so potentially Burgess could fill a role in in defence for them, but. Players like that, that are more your, your depth players, those deals tend to get done. Yeah. Now, that Clayton Oliver thing was a bit of fun, and uh, that's <laughs> over now. So, <laughs> for Crows fans, you know, we're trying to understand if Adelaide's strategy this couple of weeks, if there's a desire to get an established mid, or is it probably just going to be key position depth? What's your read on that? Yeah, it, it, that was... I mean, what a bombshell to, to start the week uh, and, and clearly uh, set the trade period alight a week before it even happened and then sort of fizzled out within a few days. But it was a, a fun one. And my understanding was Adelaide was actually into Oliver for, you know, a few weeks, genuinely thought it was in the mix, potentially front right. of the queue if he, if he wanted to leave. He's obviously had good relationship with Darren Burgess. He's from Echuca, so he's... He's not a Melbourne um, city boy. And, and, and when you think about what Adelaide needs in its midfield, um, often been accused of being a little bit same-samey in there, a guy with his sort of size and um, ability to win the ball and break away would have been the perfect fit. Um, but that, as I said, fizzed out a little bit. Melbourne sounds like they've uh, laid down the law a little bit about his off-field um, standards and, and the, what they want him to, to meet from here on. So, yeah, begs the question, does Adelaide then use what it was thinking to uh, put towards an Oliver deal into, into someone else? I don't think that they would simply just jump to the next player. I think there needs to be someone available 
um, that they really, really like in that space. I'm not sure that that player exists, um, as in I haven't heard anything to suggest that they're suddenly moving on to a, a similarly high-profile target. I think, uh, as you touched on, that they have other areas of the ground that they're, they're looking to potentially bring guys into. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it just it was a, a fun 72 hours, and <laughs> the fact that the Crows were potentially up to their eyeballs in it if you wanted to leave would have been a, a huge story and it obviously was would have been the biggest trade since Chris Judd I reckon if you if you take into account mm. if you don't take into account um, free agents I reckon would have been the biggest trade since Judd in terms of a player in his prime yeah no doubt and no doubt the Crows will be looking to be active again in this trade period and their fellow team down the road Port Adelaide what have you got for us from them obviously Asava Radigalia, uh, Zerk Thatcher a couple of nominations to come in um, Xavier Dersma's name has been linked to Essendon uh, how are they shaping up for this trade period? Yeah I guess a lot of people have been wondering how does Port get in Radigalia? Sweet and Zerk Thatcher, um, albeit none of them are, are, are superstars, but still three players in when Port's first draft pick is pick 38. They were able to do a bit of trade gymnastics last year to get in Horn Francis and and Rioli, but they, they're they going to probably struggle to do that again this year. They also have, have an interest in Ivan Soldo, the Richmond Ruckman, but it sounds like Richmond's reluctant to let him leave. But yeah, when when you don't have the the tick assets to get deals done so easily, that begs the question: Do they need a ship, a player to get that done? And um, John Rao from the Herald Sun reported that Xavier Dersma uh, had a medical at Essendon on Thursday. He's not requested a trade yet, but. Our understanding is that Port wouldn't stand in his way if he wanted to go. It obviously would make uh, their ability to get those deals done, particularly the Zerk Thatcher deal, um, a, a, bit, a fair bit easier. Uh, Dersen was, mm. it's funny, he had a great sort of, sort of first debut year, but he's been a bit injury hit the last few years. just hasn't really happened for him. And, and I think Port sees <coughs> key defence, which is where uh, Zerk Thatcher and Radical Air can feel. They, they see that as a major need after being a bit of an issue for them the last couple of years. So that could be the make weight. Matt, I, I realise this is now we're going to venture into an area of basically we're talking about fairy dust. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm keen for your view here, though. Um, the value, you know, Essendon, Adrian Dodorio is notoriously difficult to deal with mm-hmm. and he's placed a value on Zerk Thatcher yeah. in the, you know, end of first round, which is actually ridiculous. And we know it's a starting point. And then you've got Xavier Dersma's value and, you know, previous first round pick and uh, probably mm-hmm. more valuable than Zerk Thatcher. Yet uh, there's a, a lack of key position guys going around. There's yeah. a, a desire for them from all clubs. Could this be just a, you know, a straight swap, Dersma for Zerk Thatcher? They're old school, the old straight swaps, aren't they? You don't you don't see yeah. too many of them these days. They're normally haggling over a pick or something. But it, but maybe it could be because I think yeah, you you touched on it. Dersma's got a higher ceiling. You would you would think he was a higher pick um, 
But Zerk Thatcher feels a, a major need for, for Port mm. when you consider they've just lost Tom Jonas. Trent McKenzie really struggled with the injury at the back end of the year and, and um, is clearly coming to the end of his career. Tom Cleary been on the outs. So I think when you when you weigh in Dersma's potential versus uh, Zerk Thatcher as, as a need, it might end up being more of a like-for-like like rather than uh, too many assets back. I think the way you consider mm. it, if you're sort of haggling over a, a late pick just to get a deal done to fill a need, then uh, then it might not be the right decision when you, when you sort of desperately need to fill a particular position. Matt, thank you for enlightening us uh, with your knowledge ahead of what's going to be a massive couple of weeks for our South Australian teams. I, for what it's worth, think it is a straight swap, but with an exchange of future fourth round picks or an exchange of future fifth round picks. Um, Matty Turner, he writes for Code Sports and the Advertiser. Uh, Have a lovely Saturday, mate. Thanks for joining us. You too, gents. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. There you go. That's uh, Matt Turner from the Advertiser Gibber. We're coming to you live from Harbour Town. It's all thanks to our friends at Solitaire Auto. The Audi sale event is on now at Bel Air Road Hawthorne. We've got to get to a break. It's currently nine forty-seven. A top of twenty-four degrees. Uh, sorry, top of twenty degrees today. Sorry to get your hopes up there.